Hey everybody, welcome back. This is the TO Desk. We are on episode number eight. It's really been eight so far. And I'm joined by familiar faces here. I got Corin. Corin, how you doing? I'm holding together so far. DJ Cream. What's up? I just I just summoned Exodia. I'm feeling good right now. I believe yeah, he was literally he's literally playing uh Yu-Gi-Oh! right now. I can see it. Uh Hagare. What's good, y'all? See y'all from Japan. Yes, shoutouts from Japan. And lastly, Kumubo. Kumubo, how you doing? Uh, that's a good question, but that's a long question. But I'm all right. All right, cool. Keep it nice and simple. So uh, this is kind of the uh, the Evo episode, or the Evo, I guess, first episode for us. Uh, we got a couple topics to talk about. First, we're going to go through a couple of numbers regarding uh, Winter Gaiden, which is uh, on its penultimate day uh so we are currently uh live with uh sea kof 15 and then we are going to round it out with the last three regions of uh kof on uh our sunday it's going to be europe brazil and north america so uh we're going to just talk very briefly about the melty blood weekend which caught in the middle of our release schedule um i have been hard at work on one of the things that uh, here at 956 we care a lot about, which is having the uh, results of our events easily viewable later. Uh, because it's kind of hard to find that stuff later, and uh, it's not always archived for long on these bracket services. So, uh, yours truly has been slaving away in front of a code editor, coming up with an easy way to put Smash GG results into our own website. So, thanks to the success of that operation, I can read you off the top eight of all of these regions, and I'm just going to do the winners with the greatest of ease because I have it here in front of me nicely matted. So, Brazil Melty Blood, uh, Red Hydra takes first place. EU Melty Blood was Zygarde. NA was Lunar, a very recurring face in top eights of Melty Blood and NA. Uh, SEA was, uh, uh, I don't know how to say this. Uh, H-U-H-X, H -U -H -X. I'm not really sure how to say that. Uh, and lastly, uh, Black Bass uh, taking uh, South America. So congrats to all of them. Um, I do want to shout out South America did an exhibition on Thursday for KO15. Uh, that was sick. So um, I Beffin, which is one of the great players in, in uh, Multiblood, actually. They put together the trailer. For the KOF uh, tournament, and I'm I'm really uh, always surprised by the way uh, our regional partners like go above and beyond. Speaking of above and beyond, uh, I am to to understand that Brazil's KOF 15 uh, stream because it's on PC will have a Winter Gaiden custom training stage. Uh, is what I'm supposed to understand. So you will see the logo of the event on the training stage. They they put that together. Uh, this is not unheard of. I've seen it for um, Street Fighter Five. I've seen it uh, specifically NLBC Street Fighter Five that they have a similar thing set up. I'm a huge fan of that, by the way. Uh, it was one of the favorite, one of my favorite like touches in in Mortal Kombat 11, where they had the various uh, like the tournament stage adapted to like the event. Uh, that was that was really cool. So. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing that in action. And uh, I really like 
<laughs> mods or updates like that. I really like when developers do it, but I also really, you know, love to see it in action no matter what. Uh, so yeah, um, one last plug uh, regarding our shop. Uh, shop is still live. You can check it out at uh, 956pro.com slash shop. We still have our designs up. T-shirts, mugs, hoodies, hats, anything you can think of, it's there. So check it out. And uh, we will do a wrap-up at the end of that. And then... Us pictures of the merch, too. Yeah, please. I saw yeah. a picture of uh, one of the shirts. Uh, one of the... What is it called? It was the Godshot shirt. Yeah, the Godshot, Godshot shirt. shirt yeah. It looks really nice. I was unfortunately having troubles placing an order down here. Uh, I'm hoping to get it resolved. Uh, but I was, I saw that and I was like, Ooh, that looks so good. It's a nice wide print area. Uh, and the quality looked nice and the colors came out really bright. Um, super, super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I've, I've mentioned this in earlier shows, but, uh, one of the goals with uh, the shop this year was to, um, really up our game when it comes to the quality side of things. And, um, from what it looks like, we, we really accomplished that goal. So really happy to see um that folks are enjoying what we're putting out and um again yeah shout outs to the artists that we work with uh godshot stalker rocker and wolf for always coming out with some dope ass designs yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like super um stalking right now i need to go get myself a stalker rocker mug because I, I i i've actually been a um true convert of like yo these these mugs like all the art on them looks super clean like more so than like even hanging up a print like the the fact that it's like more practical like i always have my uh either vortex gallery mug or my wolf mug in the morning it was like yeah, i need to go add to the collection now especially the camping mug with the camping design right like yeah you can't go wrong. oh yeah that one's super sick too um that comfy you can't vibe i i really like the shirts i need to pick up the shirts and i and i need a new how long will these be available for purchase uh so so we're gonna have the shop uh at least open uh, probably like a week after well this week um since this is the last week of winter guidance uh after that uh we'll be closing up the shop for a little bit of maintenance um and uh we might be coming back with the designs at a future date but uh we're not really sure we have to talk with our artists and also talk with our shop partners um, so I would say, like, if you if you want something, like, I mean, I know this is kind of cliche for folks to say, but yeah, get it now. Um, I would highly, highly suggest folks to get stuff now, because um, yeah, you never know what can happen in the future. Yeah. Um, speaking of the future, I guess with that, uh, we will have a final wrap up post, as I mentioned. Um, for Winter Gaiden on our social media, on Twitter specifically. And now we must look to the future, at least uh, a little bit you know, closer to the immediate future. Evo is back in town, and they have announced the... Um, well, first we knew the dates. It was going to be August 5th through 7th uh, this year. And they finally announced their lineup. So before I hand it off to uh, Daryl, EJ Green, because we need to talk business here very quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to talk about the lineup. So you guys have the lineup on the screen right now, and uh, I put together a prediction, and I think I was wrong about one thing. So let me let me read it again. 
This was our collective, I don't know, collective, but it's going to be option select into my prediction. Watch. So it's, uh, my guesses were Street Fighter V. There it is. Guilty Gear Strive. There it is. I thought it was going to be Mortal Kombat 11 or Grand Blue. And both of them made it. Um, so there's Mortal Kombat. Tekken 7, of course, there. KOF 15, it's there. Melty is there. DBZ is there. DNF Duel is not there. And I guessed that if it were not Grand Blue, it would be uh, uh, BBCF, Blaze Blue. And Blaze Blue's not there. Now, for what it's worth, I'm gonna sorry. I'm gonna blame BBCF on you guys because I did not think that Blaze Blue would be making it here. Um, I am obviously thrilled to see Skullgirls here on the lineup. Uh, I had absolutely no reason to believe that Blaze Blue would come back so quickly, especially with the strong publisher support behind uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus and uh, Melty Blood and uh, Guilty Gear. So. A lot of people commented that there's a lot of anime games on this thing. How there's many anime? So much anime. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of anime. This is a little more anime than usual. They took our lineup. Yeah, it's almost like it's Anime Evo or something. Hmm, that's really crazy. It, it, it's it's almost like anime games have been coming out very frequently in the last couple of years, and you know it's always the new hotness. It yeah, I mean these are it's kind of crazy. Like the lineup of this Evo is like what like. KOF, not even a year old. How old is it? Like a couple of months old. Melty Blood. Ago, yeah. yeah, like how, how old is Melty Blood now? Six? Not came even out. six months. Not even six months, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to think about what, when do we end um, last year's Vortex? Yeah, that came out immediately afterwards. Not yeah, there you go. Um, Guilty Gear Strive was 2020? Or was that 2019? Wait, no. 2021? Holy fuck. Yeah, it got delayed twice. That's why I think it was 2019. Uh, and Skullgirls still getting DLC. Uh, don't know if uh, I don't know if Umbrella will be legal for this, and I don't know if Black Dahlia will be in uh, Alpha or Beta, whatever they decide. I I can't imagine that Black Dahlia will be competitively ready by then, but Umbrella might be ready. Uh, yeah, who's one more character to announce? Uh, yes, they do. They have one more character to announce. I would not be surprised if we see that here. Yeah, I would not be too surprised to see that here. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is, uh, they have Lab Coat out now, so that is going to be interesting. Is it going to be bad? Uh, I don't no, think so. Do I can't wait to see her be in like six of the top eight teams this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, like, I remember when uh, the the stats came out for Evo top eight, like top, it wasn't even like top eight. It was like top 64 or something like that. And then they grabbed like everyone's characters and Bardock was like 75% of the picks. I don't remember what the year this was. Big yikes. Yeah, I think that's the first year. That was the. Yeah, it was the first year. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. It had to be the first year. Yeah, that was fucking funny. Um, yeah, I didn't say it can't be worse than Bardock. And then I remember Labco 21 has that attack debuff and you're like, oh God. Oh yeah, she's going to be. Yeah, she's going to be super degenerate. And I think a lot of people are kind of like downplaying that. They're like, oh, you know, nobody's really. So, okay, hold on. We got to talk about this. I'm going to soapbox for a minute. A lot of people have this kind of uh, thing against online competition where they're like, oh, this isn't real competition. Like, like you can't say the Labco 
is busted. You can't say that Ralph is busted because, you know, you're you're looking at it because they're playing online. That's not busted. And for what it's worth, DBZ, I understand because I've been in the net play trenches of DBZ for years. And a lot of stuff kind of cheeses you with that awful, awful delay that that game has. Uh, KOF, I don't feel that. I think people are just kind of lying to themselves. Um, but uh, we're going to see, I guess, potentially one of the first biggest... I don't know if it's the first, but definitely one of the biggest offline events with with uh, 21 on the roster. I mean, there's Combo Breaker on the on the way. Ah, yeah, Combo Breaker is going to be on the way, so we're going to have and to see... Frosty, yeah, Frosty happened as well. Frosty, did, did was she out for Frosty? I know she wasn't. I don't think no, no right? So, no. Oh no, she was. Oh no, no, that character. She came out like uh, three weeks ago, something like that. Something. Yeah, I thought you were talking yeah. about advance in general. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no. Specifically, this character's placement in the in the meta. And then I will say, for for like team games, like especially like three on three team games, um, historically, like when you look at like you know top eights and stuff. There's usually like one or two, like a handful of characters who are like everywhere, like everywhere in the top eight, every because they're super strong. I mean, that's just kind of the way that team games work, right? Like you find one character who is not only strong on point or as an anchor, but you know has synergy with a bunch of other characters, and you know that makes them strong. You know, so say Marvel three, right? We got Virgil. Marvel two, we got Sentinel, Storm, Cable, etc. You know, Skullgirls, um, like we have Double, right? Yeah, Double. Double, um, yeah, like Philly, uh, you know, kind of. But, you know, it's like, it, it's just a thing that, that happens in these kinds of games. So, like, you know, yeah, it's kind of a little bit different when, you know, a third of your roster is Goku. So it kind of, you know, different variations of Goku. So it kind of looks like all the same, but... um. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think it's I, I think I, I, I think uh something that would be an interesting scientific exercise is to grab I'm gonna assume that the lab coat's gonna show up a lot. So grab all the you know, after the fact, should grab all the the character ratio, right? And then go through like UMBC three at Evo or, or like Marvel, an old Marvel bracket or something, and see if the percentages of character picks look any different. Like any better or worse compared to that? Like, oh, like, like comparing how many like people if, will run like yeah, like lab coat versus yeah, like, like Marvel versus Doom, Virgil, Virgil or Doom or something. Yeah, exactly, like yeah. exactly. Like how you know it, how diverse is Fighter Z actually, right? Like in comparison. I mean, you know, if we even go like we we take the we take the clock all the way back to like the Marvel Two days. I mean, everything was either Santhrax or MSP, right? So. Marvel Two isn't a great example because there are well, I mean, good team variety, but you saw a lot of the same characters. Yeah, and and the variety. fact you know that, that's a really old game that that didn't have like the luxury of like balance patches and stuff like that. So, well, you know, we didn't see a change up over the years, right? It's yeah, exactly. Really, like, that might contribute to diversity. So I, I just mean, probably the best way to think of Marvel vs. Capcom Two is a game that has like twelve actual characters and like twenty four strikers you can pick. Yes. Or how any yeah. extra other characters that hey, are in man. the game. Uh, yeah, like when people are like, oh, like you never see this character in there. I was like, yeah, because, you know, a whole bunch of those characters are just thrown in because of assets, right? They have the assets yeah. already, let's just throw them in. Mm -hmm. um, but at any rate, um, yeah, uh, I think DBFZ will be fine, you know. Sure, DBFZ will be fine. character, fi but it's, a, it's early days. People will find counter strategies or, you know, pick her up. For I what mean, it's worth, 
I don't know what uh, assist is good on lab coat, so that's going to be something interesting to see. I, don't, I actually have no idea what assist she even has. I don't think anything will ever be as bad as I think it was like Evo 08, where third strike top eight was like five Chun Li's and three other characters. As like every Evo third strike. Chun, Chun and Yun. It's yeah. all Chun, Yun, and Ken. Wait, maybe some Ken's. Some, yeah. some Ken's, maybe at a Makoto, making a Makoto Mike. Yeah, there was a there was a Ken yeah, one time. It it went places. It'll be fine. Um, yeah, and I think uh, like Examu Cup, like a uh, couple years ago, when ever Six Stars came out, it was literally every single three person team had a Minori player on it. Like, I don't think anything will be as bad as that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's I'm. Uh, I have. I will say I don't watch a lot of uh current MK11 or um current grand blue so this will be a nice opportunity to watch uh where that's at grand blue still has yeah, characters I... on the way i don't imagine that they will be uh done it's just very, by evo at this point well there was that a dlc character poll that they were like oh you gotta vote on uh characters we'll make them you know, my pet theory on that is that they're gonna that's show them for this game. Oh, you think so? Oh, ooh, I, that's a bold one. I don't, I don't know. Because if they're if they're not gonna implement rollback into this game, and well, a side game says infinite money. Okay, be... okay, I know where you're going with this. Everyone said the same thing about Dragon Ball, and it did not happen. <laughs> I, I seriously. Okay, there's a couple of key points there that I think are different. One, a lot of Psy Games' top directors and whatnot, like the director-producer of Grand Blue itself, the mobile RPG, yeah, yeah. they're big fighting game fans. Like, this is, a, this is a project that they wanted, personally, from the jump. And there's also, I think, far more they could do in a Grand Blue Fantasy Versus sequel than you could do in a Dragon Ball Fighter sequel. Like, I honestly do not know where you could take TBFZ. Like for a whole sequel, like what would you do? I'd make. A uh, I'm sure there's stuff you could do. Oh, I mean, is that absolutely like my choice would be to change Super Dash? Into just fuck. I'll tell you what you can do. Yeah, first of all, you can change Super Dash. Yeah, because that would be like the number one thing. Everyone wants that changed. And then, you know, if you if you're fucking crazy, you could do you know, a, a, put in cross combo or active switch or whatever you want to call it. That would be disgusting and i probably would not like it but it would be a direction to take it uh there's there's room i think um they could change the throw system which uh dragon rush is a very nice homage to budokai but it is also a little weird uh so i, I don't know how i feel about that um you could take dbz in a lot of directions for another sequel i don't know yeah, if they will but <laughs> A lot of those changes to selling something you do in like a patch, a major patch update. Like I mean, they yeah, they days. did, they did, right? But the thing did. is, uh, they they can go back and they can change the roster. You know, they there's a lot of characters that they can draw from still, even if you know people joke about all the Goku's. But like, well, I, I real real quick, can I can I talk about another team game? Up on sure, the yeah, fuck it. Uh, I want I want to talk about Skullgirls. Like, sure, go crazy. I, I'm really happy for the Skullgirls community that they finally got their slot at Evo. Um, I'm not late. like too yeah a little a little late, but I mean you know what they they kept on. I mean there's still new content yeah. for the game coming out, right? So, it's so crazy. I yeah. mean, good shit to them. Uh, you know I'm not sure 
what the I, I haven't been in tune with the Skullgirls community to see what the reaction was. Uh, Largely to, positive. You know, the announcement. Positive. I mean, positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I feel like it would be right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I'm really happy for them. Um. It's definitely a well-deserved uh, spot, in my opinion. People are always like, oh, you know, who plays Skullgirls? Like, a lot of people play Skullgirls. It's just that, you know, sometimes they don't cross and cross over to, like, the other, like, you know, mainstream games like SF5 and stuff, you know, so... Dude, Skullgirls players to... love Skullgirls. Yeah, Skullgirls players exactly. play yeah. Skullgirls. It's like any other game, like in Tekken or with it's Guilty Gear or Melty Blood or whatnot. And I honestly see that with Melty Blood even, where people are like, oh, it's a dead game. Mm-hmm. And people will post up Steam charts numbers. And then you go and look at entry numbers for something like... Uh, oh, Melty Blood players show things. up. Yeah. And you're like, wait, where do these people come from? And you're like, people are, you know, they're just talking about it amongst themselves. Like, you, there, there are huge games that you don't know about because they don't penetrate the noise that is social media nowadays. I mean, I mean, I mean, the ecosystem in Skullgirls, like the the Skullgirls Championship, wrapped up. I think yeah. two weeks ago, yeah. that was like a ten thousand dollar prize pot, something like that, or maybe more. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just had a tour. You know, Combo Breaker has, um, you know, historically been their, like, biggest event where everybody comes out. So, you know, with Combo Breaker happening, you know, just, you know, months before EVO, like, it'll be really interesting to see, you know, like, where that kind of, um, what the storyline will be for Skullgirls that are coming into EVO. So, looking forward to that. And, you know, a personal point of pride to poverty, quote-unquote, games on the EVO roster. Um, It's very funny. Uh, Several games that have been on, you know, Mizumi Wiki, uh, eventually grew into Evo main stage game. Shoutouts to to Undernight. Here we are with Skullgirls, and here we are with uh, Melty Blood, the sequel. So that is cool. I like, I yeah, like did, seeing did, did these, we these praise titles. Melty Blood at all? Yo, let's go Melty Blood. Let's go Melty Blood. Yeah, no, we didn't, yeah, we didn't right. say anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> 12, 12, it's been 12, 84, no, only 12. It's, only it's been 12, 12 years. years. It's been 12 years. 12 years since the last Melty in EVO. Where so. was I 12 years 12 ago? Years 2010? Fuck. I don't remember what I was doing when I was 12. 2010? How old was I? I was 12. <laughs> Shoot. I just turned 21 that year. Boy, that was an EVO. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Shoot, yeah, I bet. I do, I do remember that EVO somehow. Uh, the, the best of times, the worst of times. Probably my single biggest joke uh, in the, personally, but that's we'll talk about it later. Yeah, well, yeah, I got I got caught in the Garu bracket, so my my bracket days were numbered. So please, Dippy, your biggest choke so far. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, come, come back, come back to play Melty Blood. You got plenty of yeah, you got plenty of plenty of gas left in the tank for for Type Blue now. I'm sure. Um, it... yeah, also, um, something that caught my eye is that uh, we were talking about this before the show, is that a couple of these games are first to three all the way through bracket. Uh, Shock Horror Mortal Kombat is first to three entire bracket. Uh, I find that... Is it that... easier to say which games aren't first to three? No, it's only two. It's only two. It's only two? Okay. Well, which okay. With Okay. There's only two that stand out. The others are normal. The two are Guilty Gear Strive, three out of five the entire way. And then Mortal Kombat 11 is 3 out of 5 the entire way. Now, uh, Skullgirls is 3 out of 5 always because Normally. it is, yeah, because it is always like mm-hmm. that. Dragon Ball Fighters is 3 out of 5 only for winners, losers, and grands. Uh, because that, 
that is why it's just a really long game. And the same is basically true for everyone else. So the big ones are Guilty Gear Strive is first to three. I know there was a lot of talk about that way back. And then MK11 is first to three. MK11 is a very long game to run. <laughs> very time-consuming. Uh, I'm so, not an MK player. I don't get why that game is three out of five. I don't because that game is it normally like that. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I have no idea. So you know, Kumbo, you always you always say that Melty Butt is like very balanced, right? Like damage is always no, very don't. balanced. Do you say that like oh, Mel yeah. Type Lumina? You always say like damage is very balanced. Oh yeah, no Type Lumina. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Ta damage type Lumina. Normalized. Okay, damage is normalized. Okay, MK11 is that. Everyone does twenty to forty percent mm -hmm. damage per per combo, and. I mean, unless you have, like, a, a... Now, for what it's worth, they added a mechanic where you can go higher than that, where if you, you know, catch someone, you know, doing a random, like, very predictable uh, breakaway, and you hit them with your... What is it called? Breakaway crush or something like that. There's, like, a move with a specific property where if you hit them yeah. while they're breaking away, it, like, pops them back up into a juggle state, and then you get more damage. So that did get added. Late in the so life like a of MK11, sort of like that, sort of like that. Now for, breaker, crush counter, kind of. That. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a little, it's a little not as not used very often, uh, but it is there. It requires like a rock hard read. It is, yeah. It is only yeah. reads basically. So this game is, I, I, you know, I like MK11. First of all, what I'm gonna say is that I do feel damage is very normalized in that game. So I would not be surprised to see this be like a Saturday game, like go for like hours. <laughs> Sounds like a long I one. I think it's gotta be a Friday game. You think it's gotta I be a Friday? Like it might be a Friday, Friday Saturday, Friday Saturday kind of deal. Oh yeah, Friday, yeah, yeah. Friday yeah. into Saturday. Two days for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like if if it does make it, uh, like let's see, how many how many games are usually on main stage? Is it five? There's five on Sunday. Typically. Five on Sunday, yeah. So let's Typically. see. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see, I could see, especially with um, you know, da da da, Smash not being on there, I could see uh, definitely, you know, one kind of from each, quote unquote, publisher. Even though we have more than five there, but um, yeah, yeah, I I think I think we could. So if yeah, it would be a Friday. Saturday, and then if it's on main stage, I can see a top eight there. But two days, yeah, definitely two days for sure. Days, this is gonna be a long that, Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, after they, you know, if it is on the Sunday stage and Gear is on the Sunday stage, uh, expect those to be back to back because oh, you're yeah. gonna be like, oh shoot, yeah. we. I think it's gonna be okay. Need so... to make, we need to make up some time after throwing Gear. Yeah, Let, yeah. Let's talk I'm about sure that. Um, Guilty Gear's not on me. Oh, no, on yeah, yeah. Let, let's Sunday. let's talk about that really did they, quickly. Did they not announce the Sunday games already? No. They usually do. No, they have not announced schedule. No, no, not yet. Yeah, not not like I feel like they only announce like what games are on Sunday as soon as like the the Sunday tickets become available. Well, they are available. Yeah, yeah. they are available. Are they? Yeah, well, they this, are. Yeah. The arena pass. Sunday are lineup is usually, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's no assigned seating anymore. Oh geez. Yeah, that's really cool. That's yeah, really nice. cool. Okay. Oh, that's tight. So, so that means you can just like hop in and out depending on what game you really want to spectate. Mm -hmm. So. Yep. As long as you. That, that used that used to be a huge problem. A lot of like the Smash players used to like take up all the seats like by yeah. mid afternoon, so it was really hard to like you know 
grab and then oh shoot like you see your homie that you haven't seen in years you're like oh yo what's up like where you sitting uh yeah actually yeah there's already people sitting next to me we can't we can't swap swap seats yeah i I still think that's going to be an issue because it's not like they're double booking seats the main change is that the floor seating in previous years was assigned so like when you Mm -hmm. bought a floor seat you'd be like okay you were in row six section five seat k and now that's just general seating yeah yeah um, I, I think for especially for our community, it's a nice change. Yeah, yeah. it's probably for the best. Speaking of nice changes, water. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely announcement worthy right there. Man. That was huge. Uh, water, water bottles for everybody. Water, water bottles. bottles. Dude, no, a badge and a bottle at the door. Get hype. Yeah. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. I mean, I think that's definitely um, a sign of kind of a different, a, you know, not Evo still like Evo, right? But it is definitely helmed by a different person, and that different person is um, taking things in a a little bit of a different direction that we we saw even where through the announcement show itself, right? Oh yeah. Um. So it is somebody who like, who know you know before it was like everybody would talk about water, Evo would never acknowledge it, and it was just a known thing that you know we never knew if water was going to be an issue or not, right? But now it's like straight up, yeah. Like we know, we know what's up. We've heard y'all for years. Like, water's gonna not only is water gonna be there, but you're gonna get a, a cool water bottle to put it in. You know. So, I hope it's got like a cool design or something. That'd be cool. Um, but, I don't know uh, something about all the water bottles I get at fighting game events. Like, um, are super like cool. Yeah, yeah, that's really what I'm saying. Cool. Like, I, I have I I have my own water bottle that I always carry around everywhere. That I'm I'm just gonna use that because it's like insulated and shit. But like. For example, the one I get at um, what Anime Ascension, like that yeah. water bottle was super sick. Yeah, it was like it had a, a filter. It was like blue translucent, all that good stuff. Yeah, that thing was super dope. And then uh, I forget uh, another event. I got another water bottle, and it was just like really awesome. Like something that you wouldn't not just like your normal, you know, whatever free event water bottle, but something really interesting. So I mean, I don't know if that's going to be the case this time, but you know, there's precedent. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I, yeah, for for what it's worth, yeah, we we don't know about that. I just kind of have the expectation because like usually those are not bad, and I mean we're talking about uh, you know the general manager being the combo breaker guy. Yeah, I mean, combo breaker merch shows merch, up, right? yeah, right. Like, yeah, <laughs> like combo breaker sh- merch shows up everywhere on fighting game like streams and stuff. We see commentators wear their jacket or their flannel or whatever. Um, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah having talked to rick about stuff before like he he loves merch like that is something that he has a a big passion for um you know even before being like head of combo breaker and stuff like that was something that he always cared about so i respect yeah like like every year all the art coming out of like like combo breaker they definitely has its own like like rick actually has like some sort of like style he's trying to represent with combo breaker and it Mm -hmm. really shows i I really dig it, to be honest. All right. I'm always happy and sad when his merch comes out because I'm happy because it's all dope, but then, damn, my wallet be hurting. I want to ask a question to talk about our little previous uh, thing. A couple people have been guessing, what game do you think is going to close out the night at EVO? So there's really two answers to this, mm. kind of, right? Will they close it with Street Fighter Five, or will they close it with Guilty Gear, right? So these are very big fighting games. Street Fighter Five could very well have a Street Fighter Six tie-in, right, to close the night. 
not unheard of because that was uh street fighter 5's trajectory i'm gonna edge nah i feel like if they're gonna reveal street fighter 6 it has to be a, at a bigger trade show like e3 or tgs now, now okay. keep in mind sony owns evo they're going to want this to be part of their mm. media and advertising play for all of playstation and it's probably one of their bigger esports games because all right. fighting all games stars too Fighting yeah. games are kind of the one esports subgenre that are still Sony played has on console game. for now. Even though, you, like, you look at like the Guilty Gear Strive and Melty Blood sales numbers, and you're like, people are buying this on P in Tekken. Even people are buying this on PC more. A so lot of that is people just can't get it like a new console these days. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely a few things. Yeah. So, so what that. what do you do you think? You mean you think Guilty Gear will close it out? Do you think Street Fighters coming back to close it out? Do you think it's going to be something else? Like what? What's the I vibe? I mean, hold on. Yeah, if we're talking about a new game announcement, like there's, you know, Tekken's getting up there in age too, man. Like, yeah, I was gonna say Tekken is the other I, one. I, there's a lot of. I mean, you know, we're talking about the last in-person event right with um arsenal nash like that whole like that's like everybody knows that even outside yeah. of the fpc right like that's a mm -hmm. little moment so there's a, you know that kind of argument there's you know close ties between people who work with tekken and evo as well uh, yeah could be something but although although i will say you know maybe they do an arcade style thing like they did with tekken 7 first i don't know hard to say but I would say don't don't count that one out as okay. the final game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I was you. actually gonna give another answer, and it's kind of a cop out answer though, and that answer is whatever game gets the most signups. Mm hmm Oh, I yeah. I mean, I don't know what that would be, to be honest. I think probably it's gonna be whatever company has the highest investment in Evo right now, which I think is probably either Psy Games or Capcom. There's no way. Grand Blue closing out the night would be so fucking funny. Twenty nineteen, we basically thought, oh, looks like Psy Games is like looking to buy Evo because their logo was everywhere, and they didn't even have a game out at that point. They they had Evo cards in Shadowverse. That was so weird. Yeah. Oh, dude, can I play like Ghost of Marvel in Shadowverse? Is this something that I can do? That I'm not. Yeah, Shadowverse is about to have a physical TCG, dude. Like that's coming out very soon. That sounds like the opposite of what makes Shadowverse popular. I thought that thing was huge because it's like a digital game. I don't. I mean, it's pretty much Japanese Hearthstone. Let's be honest, man. I I'll take your word for it. That was rude as hell for you to say. It, it really is Japanese. It really is anime Hearthstone with the anime titty, but it's in slightly less variants. At least when I played it, I played way too much of it. Yeah, big same. <laughs> you know, funny, funny enough, like when the first year of like Shadowverse came out, we like me, me and Kumabo was hella thinking about trying to like do some sort of side tournament for it, but we couldn't find, figure out the logistics at the time. Yeah, there's no way we could have. And actually, hadn't having seen how like the big rage qualifiers for the World Grand Prix run in Japan, there's no way we would have been able to run that. Oh, nah, nah. I ran a Shadowverse side tournament at one point back when we had an event at the casino, and it was a pain in the butt to do it. We ended up having to run it out with everyone on their phones, and we just did private lobbies. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah, that's how I imagine it would go, yeah. That's how the rage qualifiers work outside of top eight. You're just playing on your phone. You're, it's basically seeding like, like an MTG Grand Prix, except everybody's on their phones or tablets. Do you happen to know if like those tournaments are also like open deckless? Because I know you gotta like submit 
two or three different decks in Shadowverse. Yeah, you have to submit uh, deck lists for for those tournaments. Okay. Even that, because I played in some of the Shadowverse Open ones for NA, and yeah, you had to submit de deck lists in advance. All right. Very interesting. T to your brain, you know, I, I want to figure out whatever the rule set is for anything competitive. We're gonna we're gonna put this on the TO quiz. Was that did we have that was yeah was that hold on really quick was the TO quiz something we yeah, talked yeah. about? I swear well, we talked we didn't talk about all the yeah the episode the TO quiz like the <laughs> we got to talk about that okay. at some point. Uh, yeah, cut that out for now. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Uh, now, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I've taken enough time away from Daryl. Um, so right. let let me just you know preface this. Uh, this is going to be Evo twenty twenty two, and uh, if you are looking at the video, you will see that we're back. So let's uh, get started on that, Daryl. We're back. Is that is that yeah, true? Yeah. Okay. So here here's what's going on right now. So one, we're gonna be wrapping up a Vortex Gallery uh, Winter Guide in today. So. Um, that's kind of our focus for this past, you know, Evo reveal week. But um, once, you know, once we wrap up Winter Guide and you know, close out all the, close out all that stuff that happens afterwards, uh, we're gonna start going full time into, you know, figuring out the logistics of how we're gonna run Vortex Gallery at Evo. Um, basically, you know, we're looking internally at our, you know, at our previous TOs that we've worked with, you know, taking inventory of who wants to, who's first, who's showing up to Evo, second, who wants to run stuff at Evo, but like. Once we start figuring all that stuff internally, then we can start bringing out some sort of um, what we usually do every year, which is you know bring out a volunteer form for TOs who want to you know, help um, help run stuff at the BYOC at Evo, and then we'll you know bring that out hopefully sooner rather than later. And then yeah, if you want to work with us, you know we're happy to you know show you to help guide you guys on on. Um, how to run side tournaments at Evo? It's I know it's a lot of like you know struggles every year, especially when it, when it comes to like you know figuring out you know time schedules and you know whether or not um, setups are a thing. But that's kind of what we do every year. Um, previously as Anime Evo and now as Vortex Gallery is like we want to work with every TO that's going to be showing up to Evo and help run their um, their respective games that they want to represent at Evo. Because you know previous years we always do. You know the the games that missed the Evo lineup, and this year is no exception. Uh, if you want to run, I don't know, like Marvel Three or what's an anime game that missed a cut? BBCF? Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, BBCF. Sengoku Basara Cross. Um, yeah, Sengoku Basara Cross. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, especially that Uni. Was such an especially obvious Uni. Like Sengoku. Yeah. So you know, if if you want to see those games at Evo, ran as a side tournament, you know, we're we're always there every year to help uh, to help. You know, everyone try to figure out, you know, how to best use their time schedule and like, you know, try to figure out setups and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, in summation, Vortex Gallery will we'll have a presence at Evo at the BYOC. We this is pretty much an open call out to say, hey, if you're a TO that wants to run a game that didn't make it onto the Evo stage, you know, just contact like we'll be sending out a a Google form on how to you know get in contact with us and then we can potentially collaborate and help you know bring a side tournament to fruition at evo yeah pretty much the same like thing we do every year yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you're a commentator or streamer we also help you guys out too like we've been doing this for years and yeah we've kind of learned how to like you know finagle hotel wi-fi to help stream <laughs> <Yeah>. something 
get 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 an image a picture on a screen somewhere. I I still cannot believe to this day that has not blown up our face. I know. Like I feel like there's only it's one time to. like there's like it one will. time where like internet like the hotel internet didn't cut out for what Gundam one year. That's why we did. That's why one of our no. Years, that was when got... Smash GG died. Like Smash oh, GG the, the service died. Yeah. Ew. So like yeah, <laughs> it happened to Gundam and like there's a few like official mainline games that were still finishing up their pool. So yeah, and we were like, Evo oh shoot, never ended. Gundam's yeah. Gundam still, is still going. going. It's an endless duel, man. They're still fighting. Yeah. Pro pro to tip. Print out your print out your brackets as soon as you finalize them, and then make sure to yes. bring hard copies to to the paper the... brackets as backups. Is the evolution century? But I'm. Um... You know how much I spend every year printing anime evil brackets for Evo? Yeah. About eight dollars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, fun fact. Um. You, you, like, which year was it where we where we pretty much forced Smash GG to actually make? Printable brackets like actually viewable because like there was there was that one year where like there was like one year where like it didn't register like buys correctly so the 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 printouts look real weird so we had to put in like a a request to Smash to be like hey can you update how brackets are like actually like visualized and stuff like that oh yeah that's twenty six because in twenty sixteen they didn't have printable brackets at all I think Uh yeah the next year and then I think both. I think we noticed it's like, hey, these buys are all messed up on the like they're correct on the site, but when they're printed up, when you printed them out, they're they all were wrong. Messed up. And they're like, hey, this is broken. And yeah, we were actually... the first ones to reach out to Smash, and then Evo, well, mainline Evo was also like, yeah, we we experienced that too. Um, like after the event, like we were up there in the Smash chat, being like, yo, what's up with these printable brackets? Like, is there something that we could do to fix them? And then they looked at them like during you know while we have events running. You're like, uh, yeah, about that, and we're just like, well, okay, well, can't can't really rely on that right now. But, <laughs> but a talking twist, it actually did get fixed. Yes, yes, it it, fixed. they're super yeah, doable I mean, now. Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, yeah. Printable brackets are definitely very useful um right now and correct. So shout out, yeah. You know, I I know it's a it's a very cliche to thing to rag on Smash, you know, but um, you know, there's there are some good people who work there and who do listen, right? If you if you've never used that if you've never used that chat thing before when a problem happens I would highly suggest um you know it's annoying it's like that bubble's always there when you're trying to run a bracket but whenever something does happen there's somebody who usually is able to help out there so mm-hmm. okay yeah no the smash actual smash UG actually does a lot right as much as we rag on them for all the yeah, stuff that breaks yeah. and that's and that is part of it. they are responsive when stuff does break because we've yeah. broken their brackets mm-hmm. in some holes <laughs> oh yeah we broke it smash back and forth up and down like we broke it i mean dude, considering cause... how many like how many games we typically run every year it's like all mm-hmm. right there's always some sort of growing pains that we're forcing smash G to like like consider that's what we're here for that's what we do. It's our space in the ecosystem to break it. They can well, fix it. The time. Ace King upsuit. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, we we break Ace King, but also, but you know, we we can't be too. Yeah, he's on. asking for it this year, dude. He yeah, wants... he he. Yeah, he's looking for smoke. So you know. Yeah, we will give him that smoke. <laughs> yeah. Help us uh, but... bring the smoke. Hey, he was talking shit about Winter Gaiden. Yeah, he was saying like, it was oh, easy. Only fifty <laughs> tournaments. Yeah. Only. Come on. Yeah. 
You know what? He's uh, right. But there, speaking of which, there there was something that I did want to add um, in regards to how we do stuff at Evo. Um, you know, we were, for those who don't know, we were previously called Anime Evo. And um, there's always a kind of misconception that um, people always thought, oh, we only run like anime games or Air Dashers or Arxis games. And then, um, you know, people who say want to run, you know, like, I don't know, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? I remember the first few years they thought that they couldn't run it with us because it wasn't an anime game until, you know, and we talked with the community and they're like, oh, and we're like, we run anything. Like, I mean, we've run all, we've run Catherine. We run Puyo Puyo Tetris. We'll probably like, you know, run, we run Catherine anything. again. <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that is one of the reasons why we changed our names to Vortex Gallery. Um, just to, you know, make it clear that we run the whole gallery. You know, our what we do is the whole gallery of, you know, not just fighting games, but competitive games. Um, so, you know, if, you, if you're not in somebody, you know, a traditional community that we've worked with before, like, you know, no problem. Like, you know, submit your event to us, like, and then we'll help you how how to do this and how to make it work at Evo. Because you know, sure, maybe you've run side events at you know like a different major or something. But one of the reasons why we started making this group as a per, you know, as a whole thing, is that running stuff at Evo is a whole new ball game. Because there's so many other factors to consider. Um, yeah, we're uh, you know I'll. I'll say it. We're pretty good at what we do. So, yeah, yeah I mean, we got so interested. many years of experience of like, you know, putting up with the frantic pace of, you know, trying to figure out who's available for what at Evo, right? Like, yeah, sure, sure, there's like only nine games at the Evo lineup, but like sooner, like when Evo happens, there's usually about 20 to 30 side games and finding the specific person, you know, that takes, <laughs> that takes a lot of planning to like, you know, prep for. Yeah, I, that's the biggest difference is just the scale Evo operates at. It is just so much more space, so many more people, so much more stuff happening. So many more it's, games. Yeah. So yeah. Just, it's hard to... Even even if you're an experienced TO, yeah. like, the skill set of doing something at Evo is very different. Like, chasing down a player for, a, like, an important match at Evo is a very different experience to when you have, like, your own venue or, like, you're at a smaller venue or you're online. If you ever try to chase somebody down the Evo Hall, like the old, well, the Mandalay Bay Evo Hall from like 2018, 2019, you're legit doing the 1500 yard dash. Yeah. Cardio. names? There's only one name that I'm going to talk about. Uh, whenever I'm running something at Evo, I try and keep, if I see Vicky Viper, I try and keep an eye <laughs> on her because I know someone will be looking for her eventually. You know, um, I guess something to think about this year is, um, Guilty Gear, Multi Blood, uh, Skullgirls. Um, we we said you know those communities have, you know, kind of their own thing, but they also have a fair bit of penetration with a lot of these more niche games, right? So I mean, we can't say that we're running these things or anything, but you know, you you wouldn't be surprised to see so many people go to Type Lumina that somebody wants to run a Multi CC side event, right? Like that is is a big game in terms of entrance still that is still yeah. you know pretty big um you I, know I, I feel like like I'm, I'm not saying it's gonna show up at like at vortex gallery or not because i have no idea which tos are gonna step up for it but i feel like person like all when we run persona 4 whoever's running, running persona 4 there's gonna be 
so many um crossover like oh yeah among his players. Per- persona completely yeah i mean that that is yeah i mean i'm i wouldn't you know uni was every year you know prior to being main stage so i'm sure they would like to be back right um mm, yeah i think of like koa 15 being a main game and all the other snk games that get oh yeah on. snk heads oh, are gonna yeah. show up in droves yeah. dude and they're gonna be like where's my garo where's my sam show where's my you know retro kof where you know all that stuff it's it breakers yeah where yeah where is when's breakers? breakers when's breakers um and uh you know the the, the usual suspects like uh we just mentioned TMNT. Uh, obviously, we don't know the time frame on this, but you know there was that TMNT collection that got announced, so I wouldn't be surprised if people have a little more interest in finding out what TMNT is. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody were interested in bringing TMNT XJL, you know, something like that. A nice surprise. Um, obviously... As long as it's not the Sega version, I think we're, we're going to be good. Oh, yeah, no, Super Nintendo, yeah, for sure. Um, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I the think uh, has all the version. It has the SNES Genesis and NES. I didn't even know there's an NES version. Yeah, there is. There is. See, I've I've known there's an NES version. I just never seen how it, but ugly it looks. Yeah, no. To be perfectly honest, no, yeah, no, it's not not a very beloved thing. Um, so yeah, uh, we we can only make speculations as to who is gonna like you know work with us this year. Uh, but I will say, you know, if you are thinking about it, start thinking about what you have and what you need, because that is ultimately what we exist to do. Uh, some of the, like, I, I think, uh, I think it was Terry that said this, uh, that uh, part of the reason that we exist is to coordinate needs, you know, um, like, you know, you may have a couple of PS4s and you're going to run a you know big game bracket and. You know, we're all invested in having that success, you know, having having that game there because a lot of us are passionate for games that even we don't necessarily run. So, um, you know, having having the ability to mutually support each other is super important. Yeah, uh, coordinate equip- staff, coordinate equipment, coordinate streams even. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, we'll have streamers run multiple games even for stuff they normally don't run. Oh, yeah. Just to help yeah, each so other if, out. If you're going to run something weird, you know, like something that doesn't run on a PlayStation... Start thinking about it now. You know, start. I, I would rather you make this. You need. You legitimately need to make this decision. Uh, now, <laughs> more or less. You, you need to start thinking about, it, especially because Evo passes are you know, not expensive. You know they're expensive. Uh, early bird is only like ten dollars less or something like that. <laughs> so, uh, you dollars for both days. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So I yeah, mean, I mean. Grand- those registration fees have been going up across the board ever since you know people have been starting coming back from the pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah, for I sure. I guess that's the reality of it. It's just price, you know, inflation prices go up. To you, know, it's I mean, sponsorship money, even when it's there, is potentially transient. Oh yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I I wholly suspect that side events this year. I mean, I've never said this. Uh, I think around you guys, so it's going to be kind of corny to say it. Uh, I, every year when Evo would get announced, I check side event schedules. Um, I am a big fan of TBC, so I would watch TBC. Uh, when it was there, I would watch... Uh, I would watch random Our anime games. Yeah, I would always watch random anime games. Uh, I liked watching uh, Street Fighter, the, the Street Fighter brackets. I still do. Um but yeah, side events have always been kind of my the the thing that I that I was really interested. In. I was like, oh, what what crazy you know side events are we gonna see this year? 
so it's kind of crazy that I'm sitting here in a group call with four other people who were responsible for those things that I watched. So uh, that's cool. That's cool for me. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, uh, if it's not obvious right now, I'm going to uh, to Evo this year. I've I've never been. Uh, and that's going to be the next uh, topic of our conversation. So I want to pick you guys' brain about uh, about Evo, about Las Hi. Vegas. So I've never been. So all right, all right. Let's let's set the stage. First of all, I've never been to Las Vegas. I've never been to Evo. Um, this is completely different to, for me. So uh, I need you guys to give me some some input. So. I'm sure a lot of people also who are, you know, signing up or thinking about going have never been to Las Vegas either, right? They either like it or they don't, right? I'm sure there's returning crowd, but there's always a I mean, okay, so like this year, like the advertising the artist alley and the casual setups and the booths and all that stuff, right? So there's you know, Evo has always had kind of this like trade show appeal that they wanna sell. Like they wanna be able they want you to go and buy merch and see, you know, trailers and stuff and so that attracts a lot of people who might not otherwise be interested in going so i'm gonna ask you guys i'm gonna go down the list i'm gonna ask you guys for one thing that i should know about going to las vegas on evo weekend you can tell me whatever you want and if you have any anecdotes to share go crazy so corin why don't you tell me what i should know if i'm going to evo uh stay hydrated and moisturize is actually a good tip Okay. The air is super dry and dusty, so like making sure that you don't dry out is pretty good. Like I, I don't know if you've ever been to like a kebab shop or a doner shop or whatever, or even just stood in front of an open oven. It's kind of like that when you're outside because oh, yeah, it's okay. just so dry and so hot. Yeah, yeah. You were telling me it's like a dry heat. Yeah, it's oh, super it, dry. It is extremely. It is a desert. It is a desert. Air, it, it is extremely dry. And that you will forget when you're inside because they like have so much air conditioning. But like when you're outside, it is like standing in front of an open oven. Okay. 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 Yeah, I, I, that's the first thing I was gonna say. It is goddamn hot. Okay. Because okay, it is the okay. summer. Frequently, there's a heat wave when uh, Evo is on. Yeah. So yeah, well, bring even if you don't think you're gonna be out, it's like have some sun lotion or and a hat and stuff like that to protect yourself from oh dude i'm gonna have sun. to i need to buy one of our uh vortex gallery hats i'm actually gonna do oh that yeah the bucket hats oh yeah the yeah, yeah, hat, yeah. use that yeah, yeah you got you will get use out of that guaranteed oh spe speaking of the heat actually this is um a pro tip is like when you actually do make it to the eva venue at met at uh what mandalay bay yeah uh it's it's actually connected to two or three different um hotels all all connected by like a cross like a over the street like crosswalk so you can go you can you can book into one of these you know several hotels nearby and you don't even have to step outside to go into the like get to the evo venue oh, so, yeah. even though it's luxor, at the Mandalay, yeah people specifically stay at the luxor yeah the luxor is usually the cheapest actually best for best value because actually the excalibur is the cheapest but it's also one of the oldest hotels on the strip so um, yeah, maintenance on there, pretty sketch. So I don't really yeah. recommend the Excalibur, but it's the cheapest hotel if you need to, if 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 you, if you must. I don't think the Excalibur is that bad, honestly. It is definitely old. Um, it is also generally cheaper. But honestly, how much time are you spending in your room? Unless you're ha hosting casuals, and that that is an actual consideration if you're if you plan on doing yeah. that. That's the funnest thing to do at Evo is have casuals in your room. 
it, yeah that is one more fun things yeah but hopefully yeah, you know they're talking about expanding you know expanding the BYOC space expanding you know the side game area hopefully there'll be more space on the floor yeah or, I, I would say I, I agree with uh Daryl um with DJ Cream how looks is kind of like the Goldilocks pick right like you know uh yeah Mandalay's great don't get me I uh, I've stayed in all three of them now um, it's been a minute since I stayed in Excalibur. Um, but yeah, I think Luxor is kind of like the best ba- balance between expense and, you know, um, distance from the venue and, um, yeah, niceness of the hotel. Um, with that said, I would try to not get, I don't like the pyramid rooms. I know pyramid rooms are a little bit cheaper than the other rooms. Um, but since it is in a pyramid, um, if you get one of the outside rooms, like you get this big old slanted ceiling, and I mean, I'm not even tall, right? And I, I bumped my head into that things like yeah. countless numbers of times. So yeah, there, there's um, there's definitely some clearance issues in those slanted hotel rooms. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and the notable thing about the Luxor is you can legit walk from Luxor to the Mandalay Bay Convention Center without ever having to go outside. Yes. Yeah. So that's the that tech. Super nice. Okay. Yeah, uh, whereas, that's the benefit of a connected hotel. Yeah, whereas sure. with Luxor, they they do have a shuttle that was it a, a monorail even that runs from between um, Excalibur, Luxor, and Mandalay Bay, and that runs mm-hmm. pretty regularly. So you can actually rely on it as long as you're not cutting it super close. The the monorail is actually really is a really good tech choice if you want to explore the rest of the strip. I mean, and they've recently expanded yes. the monorail with the big Roomba that the Raiders play in now. And I, I think that actually goes oh, all the way sick. to the airport. Oh, sick. big Roomba. Oh, big okay. Roomba. Oh, it goes to the airport now? What? Oh, it's sick. Oh, wow, my God. Yeah, yeah. That's like, actually super that's sick. That's huge. Let me, let me confirm yeah. that, because I know that was been a plan for a while, and a lot of that was tied to... Because I might actually do that. I Stadium. might actually recommend that over taking a shuttle. And... Oh, that's another thing. Like, if you're... If you want to get from the airport to the hotel and the monorail doesn't connect there like at this time, then taking a shuttle is like one of the cheaper options. Taking a mm-hmm. shuttle, okay. Yeah, um, yes, you know, although we're recommending, you know, the connected hotels, um, there's cheaper options out there. I know expense is always an issue when it comes to going to Vegas. Um Vic, yeah, for those of you who haven't been there, Vegas is mad expensive. Everything there is expensive. The the rooms the food, the water, which is a big deal. <laughs> Why there's water at Evo this year? Um, everything is super expensive. So if you're, you know, definitely on a budget. I remember the first few times I went to Evo, I was rooming with what 10, 12 other local heads in one room. Yep. Um, you know, just doing, yeah, doing that the best I could. You know, yeah. Um, so definitely understood. Um, you know, so there are, you know, hotels that are further off. Um, that's when you want to look into like kind of shuttles, um, you know, maybe using the monorail to get around. I mean, of course, you could walk the strip, but like we said, it's hot. It's hot AF um, to walk that. Um, you know, of course, ride shares is an option, but keep in mind that strip traffic, Las Vegas strip traffic, is nuts. Is it's as horrible. bad, if not worse, than like rush hour, big city, like you know, NYC. You know, Bay Area, LA, LA. Like, it's that bad. It's just bumper to bumper the whole way. You ain't going nowhere. 
people driving crazy. There's always like some lanes that are cut off for whatever reason. Bro, those so... Vegas those strip those Vegas strip like tour buses, they don't give a care, dude. They're like seven on incoming, mm-hmm. dude. They'll just hard drive into various lanes, dude. Like yeah, so... wild. I do have to correct myself. Um, the tran the monorail does not extend past MGM Grand. So it ah, runs okay. from uh, Westgate to MGM, which is close, but it's further. Like, and that's one thing I was gonna say. Everything is like, oh, that that casino is just you know one building down. That's a twenty-minute walk. Yeah, yeah. everything is bigger <laughs> than it seems. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and there are very few straight lines in vegas like the strip the street is like you know if you're walking outside like sure it's a straight line it's a street yeah what's well, you like, to... though yeah once you enter a building um yeah you think like oh let me cool off you know um i see this kind of casinos connected to this one i can like you know save a few blocks in the cool like expect that to add at least 15 minutes to your walk because like you're just going to be zigzag because it's a casino right um yep. casinos are meant to get you lost in them so you know you hit the slots more. Yeah, so, some of them are interconnected, like Bellagio, Aria, Par- MGM Park. Uh, there, the trams run. There's a tram that runs between the three of them, and then Bellagio, Caesar's Palace. There's a direct connection between those two casinos. But yeah, no, that's yeah. It's very easy to get lost in a lot of these places. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you guys can't let me get lost, but that's okay. I'm probably gonna just be. We got you, man. Yeah, we're we gonna, got, I mean, yeah, you guys are gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna be like tied to the setups. I know I will be. <laughs> I I did worry. that. Like, if if you're lost, just, me. just find Osu. He he knows. He's the Magellan of the area. It's fine though. It's fine though. Cause like every like last time I went to a convention, it was like a big convention, and I just hung out at the fucking arcade. So I don't see any reason that I'm going to any of those places. I just want to be in the casual setups, which is why I'm even doing the yeah. shit. Uh, yeah, no, so they be very careful with your gambling expenditure. Oh no, yeah, no, <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that that's a point in my favor. Um, because these places do not exist for you to win money. They exist. Oh no, oh no, they don't. I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, w- I would say in terms of hotels, like if you're if you can, um, stay at one of those connected hotels. Um, you know, if this is your first Evo and you're able to cut it, like I would say definitely stay at Mandalay Bay because. It's just the easiest way. Like Luxor is connected, but it is still a little bit of a walk to get it's there. It's like fifteen or twenty like, minutes. So yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's so rough. If you're trying to like make it to your pools and stuff. Show up like, to your pools yeah, on time. Mandalay don't don't yeah, risk it. The, mm-hmm. the thing is, even the Mandalay Bay uh, hotel tower, the hotel room towers, they're on the opposite side of the hotel from the convention center. So from the convention center. Good. Yeah. So yeah, that is another thing to segue into. Be prepared to walk. A lot. Ooh, yeah. All right. Yeah, get it's the cardio up. Comfy shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, definitely bring. Don't try to bring your worn out shoes that right. you haven't played since before. The I'm gonna buy a new pair of sneakers yeah. just to go. Yeah. No, don't, 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 time and break them in. And break them. Yeah. Before don't bring you get in tips. There. Sorry, everybody from New York. Like you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> so one thing you can do to, cause like I have a problem with I stand on my feet because I have bony feet. They swell up real bad, especially when it's hot or dry. Which Vegas is all of those things. Uh, one thing that can be really good is if you wear compression socks, they'll be really hot, but they'll like help keep your feet from swelling up and help them be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Insoles can help a lot because you'll be on hard floors probably most of the time you're walking. And uh, the biggest tip by far is get what uh, our own Brett calls the um, 
like the tournament chair. It's like a Coleman event stool. It's like folds down to the size of a book and you can put it in your stick bag with your stick. That sounds sick. And it's just a chair you can sit in. Man, that that was a tech man. There is like one year, one or two years where that thing was like six dollars. Oh like, yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah we just we we discovered that and we brought a bunch of them. That's going just, in. Dude, I, I, remember, my luggage. I remember seeing Brett carry that stuff all the way around like anime conventions and stuff like that. That would be parked up next to like the autograph rooms like hours before like that shit even opens up. So like. I've it's seen like, it. oh, it's I gotta wait in line? No problem. I ain't standing up. I'm sitting down. You know? Bring your yeah. chair, so bring your battery pack. Change yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah. That sounds... The only thing you gotta be worried about it is that people will steal that shit because they were desperate for chairs. Any chair you leave anywhere at Evo, somebody will take. Yeah. Chairs that are put out for like the pools and for like the side tournament areas. Oh, that happened to me. Uh, I think it's even on video during the uni tournament in what, 2017 or 2018. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, people, I was doing commentary for uni and people kept stealing my chair like i would stand up to deal with something because i was running other stuff and then somebody would jack my chair we're gonna put like what happened to it and i had to go get another one this happened like three four times we're gonna put reflective paint or reflective tape on the chairs now we're gonna put out chairs (laughs) i've definitely (laughs) seen somebody at a pool set up um stand like they sat down you know they plugged in their stick or something um like the to or something was talking to them they couldn't hear him so they stood up to like try to hear them better and like talk with them and then when they went to sat sit down they like <laughs> fell flat on their ass because there was no chair there somebody took their chair like and this was like in the span of like like a minute or something right so yeah just yeah be, yeah pe- people are you know people are always tired at evo want to sit down so yeah no. so that's another or, that's another or use the chairs to you know yeah. walk watch a hype match you know and stand on top of the chair or something um so Make but the answer, chair yeah, you were using yeah. is still there yeah, yeah. Always look down before you sit down. <laughs> okay, that is uh, that. Those are some very interesting pieces of advice. Um, Daryl, did you have any like one big tip aside from the hotel talk? Let's talk food really quick. All right. Yo, my favorite spot to take anyone who's like, it's like my favorite thing is, I always link up with a bunch of the the international fools. So like one year it was um the UK anime scene, another year it was actually like um Team French bread. And typically on like either Sunday and or Thursday, those are my freest days at Evo. I'll take them to a restaurant called Hash House. If you wanna if if you wanna show people what American food looks like and they're definitely from out of the country, Hash House of Go Go is the spot. And if you're hungry they will sedate. They will satiate you, guaranteed. They offer. Yeah. That's kind of one of their things. They offer a ridiculous amount of food. Do do not yeah. order extras. You do not need them. Yeah, the portions yeah. are enough to feed at least three people. Like uh, it's ridiculous. I, I remember. So it was like me and Terry. We got invited by um, Team French Bread to go have breakfast with them. So mm-hmm. I made the decision. Yeah, let's go to Hash House. And then one of the one of the programmers, he wanted a burger. I was like, all right, we got you, hum. He ordered like the biggest oh, yeah. burger. <laughs> that fool did not finish half of it. <laughs> it was, yeah. The burger it was is bigger than his face. And I'm yeah. a little sad. Oh, no, I'm not going to. Yeah, I remember when uh, all the Kohime players in 2016 went out there, uh, went to Hash House after that tournament. And it was like, it was a 40 group 40 deep and it had all the yeah, japanese players there and had all not. the people running the tournament too who came there because i was there too yeah no and like the ja- like the japanese people they, they would find something to order and they would get it and you would see their eyes bulge out of their heads when they would come in with the plates because it was just 
These things were mad. <laughs> like these, these plates were the size of tires. Yeah. For what it's worth, for yeah. for what it's worth, I am Florida burner way, so I could probably tackle that food. Uh, but I oh, yeah, I yeah. will. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I is that I go there like when I first, you know, because I usually get there a few days early, right? Um. Yeah. My tech is to go there early, and that way I bring home the leftovers, so that like you know, I have like a lo lo little snack here and there. Um, that's basically like another two meals. You know, two meals are like two days worth of snacking. Like, you know, when I have to come by to the hotel room, I'll be like, oh, let me just eat a little bit of this leftovers real quick. Yeah, so. yeah. like the, the tech is definitely get the, the chicken and waffles if you want to save some and cut if you want to save some of that meal afterwards and devour it when you get back to the hotel. Yeah, room don't because... don't feel do not feel bad about asking a doggy asking for a doggy bag. Yeah, they know. They, they know. know. Yeah, they already know. They all already right. Know. All right. That is that is interesting. I must say, um, I guess. uh. Um, one thing that, uh, I really do want to do, uh, I know a lot of people in the area listen to this show, uh, I really want to meet as many of you as I can, so if, uh, you are at Evo this year, please let me know, <laughs> I would love to say hi, I would love to get a picture, um, I'd really like to meet I, some, some fighting game developers as well, um, but, but mostly people in the, the community. Yeah, that actually is one of the cool things about Evo, you know, having getting to meet uh several, you know, the developers and you know, several of games from multiple publishers and developers. I'm trying to it's like having I think it's like who I've run into it, like a bunch of people you know, people from Namco, from Arxis, French Bread. I have um, literally no idea what I'd say to those people. I would NRS. Be... Double you know, sometimes they won't even yeah. say like who they are. They'll just like hang out with like it, like a lot of the, oh, yeah. like, the foreign developers. They'll just hang out with like you know players and stuff and be like, oh, how do you like the game and stuff like that. They'll just set you up and then like once you start figuring out who they are, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, you oh, made oh. this. Oh, you're, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're the dev or like you're the lead artist or something like right? that. Yeah, that's literally what happened at the Kohime dinner because we're all introducing each other and then one of the Japanese. A uh, guy stands up and introduces himself, and he's like, "Oh, I'm the director of Kohime at uh, Unknown Games." And everyone's like, "Everyone, all the American, all the Americans are like, what? <laughs> That's like, you? Did, like, bro? Yeah, you get like, here? You people, get... I think people notice like there's this guy who is not like intensely watching these games, but not actually playing in the tournament. And I'm like, who is he? And it turns out he's the director. <laughs> he's the he makes the thing. That's crazy." I don't know how I'd react to that. So I'm really like, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to that in general. I really need, I have a picture. I, I want to get like a picture with, um, Kevin Shotokan yeah. on our side. I want to get a picture with him. Like, he, like, he's we, he's we, really hard to miss. He's yeah, I'm, I'm going to grab him and I'm going to be like, we're cause him and I are both Kevin H and we both mm. run wiki. So oh, like, right. we're the same person. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to, I'm going to grab a picture with him that, that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, who? Which one of uh, us is the real? I, I, you know, the I will say Illuminati. conversely, like the the flip side of that coin of like, oh, you can meet anybody, is that, um, you know, if you're like if you meet up somebody and you really want to hang out with them, you you try to do what you can to hang out with them then and there, because then when you say like, oh yeah yeah, let, you know, let's meet up later, nah, that, yeah, nah, 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 nah like, yeah, it's not, it's definitely not happening, like. There's maybe been like two times where I've actually done that, and only because we both made like a very concerted effort to do that, and like had to basically cancel other plans. Yeah, no. That, what so. I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do is I'm like I said, like if you see me, 
say hi or you know i will say hey i'm here and i will probably you know have my phone and be like hey here you know come over to whatever this you know we'll say hi and we'll talk or whatever uh and um you know i'll probably be all over the <laughs> the setups you know keep making sure things are going so um I guess first thing uh, that I should mention oh, is that I got to say as a side note of that, don't be afraid to ask to talk to like those developers or top players or whatnot at the event. If you run into them, just don't be weird. Yeah, don't be weird. Um, just, just try to just try to it's like I mean, most people are generally fairly friendly. I mean, and if it's the right place or the right situation, they might even, you know, if they're at a casual setup or something. You know, maybe you, can, you might really get some games. The big know, one people... is when people are looking for for uh, places to eat. If people oh, are yeah. saying, "Hey, who wants to come eat?" Usually, that means like, "Hey, like pretty much anyone, come come with us and eat." Yeah, if, so... if it's like a very private thing, they'll like speak to people privately. So don't yeah, be will... don't be afraid to like ask me, "Yo, can I come along to eat with you guys?" If you want to go hang out with people and be social. Yeah, just don't stiff the pill, please. Yeah, don't, don't be that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, because for people not yeah. in the U.S. You are expected to tip, uh, usually about eight. Well, in a large party, most places in Vegas will put the gratuity on the bill automatically, so you don't need to calculate it, and you you have to pay it that way. Um, it's typically about eighteen percent. Plan accordingly. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I guess another tip about food. Um, you know, there's all there's you can eat anywhere. Um, I, actually, I would I would like to hear everybody's favorite place that they like to eat. I know DJ Crean already talked about Hash House a Go Go. Uh, um, I, me, I'd also want to put out a special um, special shout outs to uh, wait, wait, the Wind Buffet. You, uh, oh, oh, the buffet. Oh, yeah, the Wind Buffet. I think uh, out of any of the buffets, yeah, that's the one. Do it's, like, it's like Wind Buffet and like the Wicked. It's like the Wicked Spoon in Cosmo. That one's all right. Yeah, that's a good place. Oh, Wicked Spoon. Oh, wait. Okay, I thought those were the same. Yeah. No, to me, it's oh, yeah. the Wicked Spoon. Wicked Spoon is my my number one choice. Shibari uh, buffets are also really good too. You do have to go to a buffet. Yeah, I love yeah, buffets. Like the, the, <laughs> the, the, one I was, the one I was going to suggest is the Bacarnal at Caesars. Um, they had renovated that a few yeah, years back. Yeah. It is not cheap. It's one of the more expensive buffets, but it is also one of the better buffets. And also, be aware, like those popular buffets will have lines. Oh, yeah. I think mm -hmm. over now you can like sign up. I don't know if it's online or on site and be like, well, I want to get a date, a reservation for this time and then just get that. But it's still, yeah, just be prepared. Hot okay. tip, be, be careful eat. with the crab legs because uh, I cracked one and cut my thumb open once. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can't How do that. You, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't do that. That yeah. No, no, no. Crab, no crab legs, I, dude. I've, I, me, you asked me and Terry, we're crab connoisseurs, dude. Yeah. So, oh like, yeah, crab, no, crab, legs, crab up here in workout. <laughs> yeah, so crab legs, you know, I, I can feel, I can feel that. That's that can be kind of rough, especially if you're not used to eating crab. I am used to eating crab though, so. Crab. It's just they don't give you the crackers when you're at the buffet. Like you got to do it with your hands. So, bring your own. I yeah, will dude, say I think they might take them from me in the airplane. There there are some <laughs> yeah. amazing restaurants uh in Ve like there it's Vegas's restaurant scene is ridiculous actually. Mm -hmm. Um the one I was going to call out is I mean this is off strip but it's pretty close so it's not that far of a drive. Uh was Ramen Sora, which I think we've actually been to a couple times 
Or at least oh, that was hell off this trip, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's actually across the street from Game Nest, which is an arcade in an actual arcade in Vegas. Oh, and, that, and that's a nice place, especially for like music game players. Uh, but that ramen place has had the best broth I had ever had at a ramen place in the U.S. All right, all right. Yeah, ramen store is nice. Um, I would say my favorite place to take players to, especially international folks, is uh, Tacos El Gordo. Hey! Oh, yeah! Yeah! Because I got shout outs to being open hella late. Hello, yeah, open hella late. Um, It's on the strip. It's yeah, are we, fucking are, are we, good. And it's not too expensive. So, yeah. Are we I, running like a late night shuttle to Tacos El Gordo? It's <laughs> like midnight. I mean, I definitely <laughs> have before. I've taken, who have, I've taken like Japanese Marvel players there. A lot of like the international European team, like, yeah. A lot of the international players, they don't know what real like they don't know what real Mexican good like Mexican is. food is about, and then like that's a life changing like you know event for them sometimes. Definitely, definitely, yeah. So tacos are originally from um, Tijuana, uh, down in Mexico. Um, also, like a, a bunch of them in San Diego. So, yeah, I. I I love that place. That's definitely one of my favorite we're, places. We're going to be um, holed up in a taco place looking all kinds of burnt out. That's going to be our new photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if you also, if you are used to, you know, taco places, um, you know how it gets like, you know, at that kind of like midnight hour rush. Uh, think it's like that, but like times four because it's Vegas, right? Oh, shit. So. All right. Yeah, so it's definitely busy, but since it's fast food, you know, the lines go by fast. You're not there yeah. waiting hours. Yeah, um, it, it is. It's not like the In-N-Out on the Strip. In-N-Out on the Strip is like a Oh, the In-N-Out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't, no. don't do that. <laughs> no, no, it, like, um, that place is actually pretty fast. It's just they have so much business. It's, yeah. yeah. The throughput there yeah, is insane. more of a numbers thing, yeah. Um, the other place I do want to call out is um Earl of Sandwich. Um, I forget if it's close to. I don't think it's close it to. It is not. It's at like the Hard okay, Rock. It's far now. Oh, okay, it's Hollywood. far now. Okay, Planet Hollywood. Oh, okay, so it's far now. I forget. There's a few years where Eva was close to there, and to me that was like my number one spot just because it's probably the cheapest food on the strip. Um, Daryl, where's that just, uh, like that food court that has like the Popeyes in it? The one we go uh, to like every that was, year. That was in the Excalibur, is it not? Oh yeah, no, no, no! It's near the Excalibur. Yeah, it's it's like down the street. Um, it's like down the street on the. Street. Oh, there's like a strip mall across the street. From oh, that yeah. One. I, dude, it's yeah, been a long yeah, time, yeah. so I don't remember what casino it's nearby. The nice anymore. thing about that, like food court, is that the food there is at like regular prices for those restaurants rather than like on mm -hmm. the strip, uh, prices for those restaurants. But it is like a hole in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sh shout yeah. out to the Mandalay Bay food court because it's right there on the way to the convention center. Yeah, but the food, yeah. food prices yeah. are jacked up, though. Yeah, the food prices, food prices are jacked are up. However, people will put setups there. Set up, <laughs> yeah, there's like that was like a French bread scene set up like uh, yeah. 2019, no, 2018. The hotel hasn't where... kicked us out for it yet. Yeah, yet. Um, yeah, it was hella yeah, funny yeah. because like there's, yeah, I feel like. The stage in uni where it's actually a food court, that was a super meta call from this. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, oh, this is actually a fucking uni stage. This is right where people here. go. Just a, yeah. just a random ass food court. Yeah. Um, that reminds me. Shout yeah, outs to I guess, the. Uh, uh, think, oh, go ahead. Yeah, shout outs to the Evo reveal stream. Uh, 
Daryl said it was an SNK background, and I'm still thinking about that. <laughs> Yo, game. Tom Cannon, up your chest game, homie. You look like you're getting smoked the entire time <laughs> in that background. He was fighting for his life. Uh, that was really funny. Um, yeah, Terry, what were you saying? I was going to say, yeah, but um, yeah, for those who are uh, familiar with the parlance, like on the strip, um, you know, Evo is on a hotel, and the Las Vegas strip is just that whole. That Las Vegas Boulevard, I believe, is the street called, where all the big casinos and big hotels and attractions are. Um, off the Strip is, you know, not there. Um, getting traveling between on and off the Strip, um, you can't. There is public transportation. I have taken a bus to Chinatown once before. I would not recommend it. I would say if you're going to go off Strip, I mean, I would say even if you're going to go on strip and you want to travel, um, probably, yeah, getting a ride share with a bunch of your homies is probably the best way to do it. Um, if you ton, do want to do it... There are a just... ton of lifted Uber drivers going out in Vegas. Oh, it's yeah. Everyone's everywhere. 24, hour, 24 hours a day. What the... Yeah, I mean, expect, again, expect high prices because it's surging all the time. Um, but also... Um, yeah, carve out some time for your trip because just because Google Maps says it's going to take you 15 minutes to get there don't don't mean a thing. So, especially oh, yeah. at night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that that traffic is brutal. All right. Yeah. And so. then that traffic doesn't stop like ever. There's no like downtime really. I mean, it slows down a little bit, but there's always traffic, so. Oh yeah, if you got some free time to like walk down up and down the strip or, like at nighttime, like it's it's still going to be hella hot. It's probably going to be like high 90s. But like if this is your first time at Vegas, it really it's it, its personality really shines through at nighttime. Mm-hmm. For sure. So you I'm may not be, think it's night though, because it is still super. I'm gonna light. show up, and you guys are gonna be fed up with Vegas like day one, and I'm gonna be <laughs> I mean, having I'm the time of my life. Vegas, yeah, like, I'm already done with Vegas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like, this place is so cool, holy shit! And I'm, you guys are gonna be like, yeah, can no, we go? Are we done? At, like New York, New York, it's sick. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my god, these drinks are so long. I'm gonna be yeah, like, like I'm gonna be the most I'm gonna be a fucking annoying tourist. Like, alcohol. Don't don't tell Tone. <laughs> Man, I really wish I had that picture of me like sitting down dead in the Catherine suite eating a sandwich. <laughs> Oh yeah, man! Shout out to the Catherine suite. Um, but yeah, shout out to Tone. That's my boy. I yeah, I will never forget him saying, "I just realized we're in a pyramid." This fool was hell gone. That honestly, that fool did more. He like he stayed outside of the hotel room more than like anybody else because I remember that fool. Yeah. Leffel did an all night bender and he started like gambling with hella people. Like I remember one uh, time, he like would, yeah. Who was he with? He was with like Doc. He was with like our girl Shannon and like yeah, Shannon. Like it was not a Troy or Buck. He was like rolling dice with. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs to Tone Man. Man, I miss my seven oh seven homies. Oh boy, but um. Yeah, yeah. If you're a grown ass adult, Fat Tuesdays and you know hit like gamble responsibly because there's gonna be hella OGs out there also gambling. No, yeah, I, it's uh, it's really cool. Like you'll just see these FGC legends, like you know, playing craps or something like that. Um, they, you know, yeah, looking was, hella happy playing... or hella forlorn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was shooting, I was shooting dice with I think it was like freaking snake eyes, and yeah, the the name lives on, dude. I don't trust that fool <laughs> shooting dice at all. 
I I don't I know. Say one um, more food related thing. I'll bring like protein bars, or bring a snack. Along oh, yeah. those lines. Having a snack to like get you through the middle of because you're gonna eat breakfast hopefully, and you're gonna eat a huge dinner. But there's that all that middle of the day where you're gonna have nothing in your tank. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If, so if, I... if you're if you're actually like you know driving around, hit up a CVS or a Walgreens or something. Exactly. Grab like yeah. grab snacks and a case of water for sure. Yeah, just grab like yeah. a whole case of don't buy an individual bottle just buy the whole case it'll be cheaper you'll need all that water carrying all that water around is annoying maybe that won't be as necessary this year hopefully question mark uh yeah do it but you probably should still have (laughs) it it. yeah because you're gonna be you're gonna need it in your hotel room Mm -hmm. um yeah that's definitely one of my biggest tips and that's not just for vague or not just for vegas and evo but for any major is like if you get there earlier i always like to travel like at least the day before right and I go to like a grocery store, um, a grocery store slash, you know, pharmacy store or whatever, pick up, pick up a case of water, pick up hella snacks, like protein bars and stuff like that. And then just bring them to the room and then split it with my roomies. Um, yeah. Every, there's never been a chance where somebody was like, ah, nah, actually, I, I don't want that. You know, they might say that in the beginning and then like, you know day one they're like oh shit this is like you saved my life man like oh man are we gonna <laughs> yeah, go yeah. back again they, like they, they too, after consuming so much alcohol you're like oh my god i'm so dehydrated i need some yeah. water the i i have well i guess all of us in a way but i know in years past i would always i was dry i would drive up so i'd actually go to costco the day before and buy mm-hmm. like a bunch of water uh sports drinks but buy, uh, buy your booze bars. outside of town too yeah, buy your buy the booze out outside of town if you can, and just on the strip. Bring like, all that. Alcohol is a premium, bro. Like it is yeah. donkey. Don't do that if you're flying yeah. in. Um, maybe you should like bring like a box of protein bars if you can fit it in your carry on. If you're but, flying in, duty free. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah, that is true. You can also just pick it up with the, the alcohol, the duty free shop. But you guys yeah, are not. You guys are not making me do that. Always... You guys are not making me do that. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> We got a local there. Dude. <laughs> you got the local. Uh, hey, yeah. You're lucky. You yeah. haven't been to any of them yet, so you don't owe any of us drinks yet. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, All I still, in due I time. Still, I still owe some of my previous TO's drinks. It's bad. They're going yeah. to have to like come in. I, I still owe Mad Scientist like a whole case of beer for all the changes he made for me to CC Caster way back in the day for offline events. I really need to give like uh, Hagaray and uh, Gibby like a whole ass bottle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, am less interested in the tables and more interested in the speaking of uh, that uh, the Gundam tables that <laughs> we will probably have at the event because I love me some offline Mbon, and Brett is already out there saying, "Hey, I'm bringing Gundam. We're coming back." And so, we know from experience, we're not stopping Brett. We're not stopping nope. Brett. So uh, we've tried, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in the Mbon camp as well. So I will also be pushing for that. Um, Ho- hopefully, Khan Oeda actually like flies out again. She's been a yeah, surprisingly been like highlight. Years. Yeah, yeah. Like it's hella funny because like every year, like, like I look at Khan Oeda play. She's, she's like, she's okay, but like she always brings like the hardest ringers from like friggin' like yeah. <laughs> Like Shinjuku Sportsland or something, like one of the hot top tier like Mbon like players out there. It was like she just, she just hits yeah. up the the scene and she's like, "Yo, I'm going to Evo. Who wants to be my partner?" <laughs> yeah, yeah and they'll always they'll always make top three. It's it's crazy. Yeah, 
But yeah, I, um, I'm a big fan. Yeah. So I, I mean, that goes with any that. scene, right? Like, one of the nice things about Evo is that um, it's so international, right? So, like, if you have love for a game, um, you know, for one, try to make an event happen there. So um, there's a reason for people to travel there. And mm-hmm. two, if it's happening, then, um, yeah, you know, talk with the folks there. Um, look at, you know, look at the brackets, you know, once, you know, either, whether it's uh, one of the main games or one of it's a side game that we run. Um, look at the brackets. If you see some names in there, like folks that you want to chat it up with, um, like, you know, try to figure it out. Try to make some connections there. Um, it's, it's just so much fun. Uh, that's definitely one of the, the highlights is just that, you know, it's not like, you know, Combo Breaker is cool. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the international presence is unmatched um, at EVO compared to any other tournament. So, yeah. Yeah, I made so many friends, especially the, the UK anime scene. Like, them fools are hella dope, especially the, the years where they showed up and... Yeah, they came out hard that one year. Oh, yeah, right. I remember, yeah, we were in their suite all night, like, the Thursday before EVO, and we even yeah. had the, the Aquapaza um, exhibition there. And yeah, I will say, even the Japanese players, like, they want to make it work. Like, they want to meet people, too. Like, they're, mm-hmm. it, it's it's kind of exceptional for a lot of these people, especially non-sponsored players nowadays, to be traveling out there. And... You know, they're you know the language barrier is definitely there in a lot of instances, but they're they want to make it work too, and people figure it out generally. So don't be shy. Oh, yeah. I said just don't be yeah, weird. And, and actually, kind of related to that, I would say if this is your first time to Vegas and you want to do you know things outside of Evo, like um you know if you want to watch some shows or you know whatever is around there to do in Vegas, um I would say like yeah, if you know some Japanese players are coming. Um, hit them up because they probably already have, they're going to have tickets. Like they, they love going to the shows. They love going to like these, um, you know, crazy American places that, they you love, know, they know, go to the gun club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, you can hang out with them, make some friends and hang out with some cool people and get to do, you know, Vegas in general too. So yeah, no, it, yeah, it is good. Love, oh, man, they will love you for it too. Like if you're, you know, if you're an English speaker, and you can like you know kind of help translate for them. Oh man, they they'll love you for it. All right, well, that that all sounds uh, incredibly fun, and uh, this has been incredibly enlightening. I still I'm I'm sure that I can say that, and it's still gonna be uh, unlike anything I think it could be. So. Oh, it's gonna uh, be a blow up. It'll uh, be fun. It'll also be a blow up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But you know what? That's what we're here for. So. Um, yeah. I'm going to do it again, guys. That is August 5th through 7th, 2022. Um, and uh, I guess just to remind everybody, we will. This is kind of an announcement of an announcement that we are working on getting the, uh, the way for you guys to get in the door with us uh, and work together to make some super awesome uh, community tournaments happen. So look forward to Please that. Please wait warmly. Please wait warmly. Yeah, I love that. Um, shoot man this is gonna be i like there's been kind of a lot of talk about um whether or not this evo would be as big right because um you know the change in management might put some people off and then maybe the game that they want isn't there or you know they don't want to go to vegas or there's other events that are coming around this year that people have early record you know so on and so forth but i mean this this event is going to speak to such a large audience of people right and that international factor can't be ignored and also the 
kind of more mainstream, casual, um, I don't know, spectator appeal that it has, right? Like they're gonna do a lot this year. You're, I mean, we're talking about an event run by the, you know, we, we say it all the time, but it bears repeating the the combo breakers, you know, people, right? So they're gonna really lean into that convention center approach that a lot of people. I think in the past had kind of some criticism of because they were like, oh, you know, they're they're deprioritizing the tournaments in favor of, you know, showing things off and, you know, being uh, a set of news and not of competition. Well, this year it's going to be the news, the competition and the, you know, the convention aspect because this is this is I, I think people are kidding themselves when they think this is going to be a small Evo. I think that this is going to be the biggest Evo ever. I think this. this I think this is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, as I said, I think there's some weird dynamics in play that wouldn't be in here normally. One, the pandemic or the endemic or whatever it ends up being. Maybe we get hit with the league river and who knows. This is not the podcast or the discussion. But, I mean, especially for international travel, they're like, what travel restrictions will still be in place? What travel restrictions will be in place when people are planning? Because you usually have to plan this stuff out months oh, yeah. in advance. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're traveling from outside the U.S., so maybe fine then, but it wasn't three months ago, and then like a bunch of people can't make it. Uh, it's also kind of a transitory year for, especially for the biggest fighting games. It's like, yeah, we got a new Guilty Gear last year, you know, new Melty Blood, new KOF. That's good, great, excellent. Um, but it's like, you know, Street Fighter is the big question in the room. I mean, they announced Street Fighter Six. We know that's a thing. Um, I mean, I think that this year has the opportunity to speak to people that Evo doesn't normally speak to, right? Like, we talk about, you know, 2019 was like, oh, Eunice, you know, on stage. Mm -hmm. This is like Eunice on stage, like, three times over. <laughs> kind of kind of thing we're talking about here. Like, uh, Yeah, it's like, well, what is this Melty game? Like, people... people I mean, I, mean I, I think people who would otherwise not be invested are, are going to be, you know, looking at this, and then they're going to look at, hopefully, the, the side event lineup, and they're going to i you know I, I really hope that uh you know the full event the full details can be figured out sooner than later because like you said this stuff does require a significant amount of time and money poured into it to even show up so uh the sooner that stuff gets figured out the better and obviously we are you know looking to make that happen um but you know when all of this gets round up into a ball you know we're not talking about you know, a niche surprise, you know, on the main stage or, you know, a strong retro scene at the side events or, you know, we're not talking about any one thing. We're talking about everything. Like there are so many people that have an opportunity to, to show up here, right? Like we, we were talking about Vortex Gallery uh, and the, the direction that we take. Like 3D Fighters? underrepresented on the main stage anime there's even more anime games <laughs> that are you know fresh in people's mind man uh, don't even that makes me sad that bf5 isn't the ultimate showdown isn't on there even but i mean the way I mean, the code that they launched that with it's like man man okay for man. what it's worth i think vf5 yeah vf5 netcode not the best um but i mean the vf5 community I think would oh, be very, very they're, interesting. They've already been rattling. I, I've seen, yeah. I've seen call, calls for that. I've seen calls for Soul Calibur. Scene. I was gonna say Soul Calibur. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah I, I know both code. those VF players and the Soul Calibur guy. Like they, the people who still play those games, they are super hardcore. I feel yeah. like there might be about a, that life. 
VF announcement this year because like the like the VF people have already been making it pretty clear, like the developers that is, that like uh, VF esports was a way bigger success than they expected it to be, and they yeah. already have plans for something else VF related at some point. So I don't yeah, know, maybe we'll get like a teaser for something there. there. Yeah, and they actually have new management on that game in the first time in, well, I guess since 4, um, almost 20 years with Aoki. Ooh. Yeah, no, it's been a long, like that, <laughs> that game is old. It has rollback it's now. Yeah. It was, That's it how old it is. Nice That's to see, uh, something at Evo for VF. Like, uh, Dippy, when was, the, when was that time they ran like an exhibition when like VF5-ish came out? Uh, That's like, 2012. Was playing it? Yeah, yeah they like had a, a bigger time ago. They had a bigger pot for that than Street Fighter 4. It was hilarious. Oh, Damn. Wow. Damn. Oh yeah. Okay. I just remember yeah, it being a body right. montage of like Fudo's uh, Shun just destroying people. Yeah. <laughs> no, like the top 4 was cuz the top was um Oh yeah, like top Fudo. 4. There, there were some real good uh, yeah. players there, but like It was all Shuns cuz it was Inazan, it was Kissa, it was uh Fudo, they were all Shuns and they were I'm blank. There was an L Blaze player who was ridiculous, and I'm blanking on who it is, and I hate that. Right. Someone's gonna correct me, and I'm gonna feel so bad. High level happens. Shun matches are like really fun to watch too, because like oh, they are. Shun is one of those characters, like uh, Chizuru and KOF, where like when you see a good player and like you try and follow the neutral, you just feel like you're being gaslit the entire time, and nothing's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where is his hitbox i don't know his fears i guess yeah. i don't know I don't bro know. on the on, somewhere on, somewhere money. on the floor yeah it it's not really clear how did he get all these drinks what even happened <laughs> not <laughs> knocked down that's what happened every uh, round an extra three drinks get hype yeah i uh i think that it just goes to show that you know like you know VF isn't on the lineup, um, but there's still a lot of hype moments there. And kind of like uh, what Shibariza was saying, like, you know, whether it's you're going there for the main games, whether it's you're going there for a side game, whether you're just going there to just, you know, be a part of like the, the celebration of the FGC that Evo is, um, it is it's cool. It's it's a cool event. It's definitely a lot um, for, you know, for better or for worse. There's a lot that happens there. Um, but you know, if you want to find your own thing, like your own little niche there, like it's very easy to, and still have a lot of fun. And to me, I think that's, you know, I mean, outside of all the organizing stuff I do, like, um, the funnest times I've had is, you know, not on the floor, not playing in the tournaments, but it's, you know, after all of that, being in the hotel room, you know, with the homies from all over the world, you know, just kicking it, you know, just chatting up, playing some games, you know, getting some drinks, having some food together. And to me, that's like, again, like something that is re what really makes Evo for me is those like after hours moments, just hanging out with people. And um, don't get me wrong, all the other stuff is cool, but that's something that even I can't do at other majors um, that you can do at Evo. Yeah. yeah, that is probably, you know, it's the size of Evo is its biggest detriment in some ways, but it's also it's the biggest benefit of it. it. You will just, the sheer scope, the number of games and people you will run into is something that you really don't get at, not only just any fighting game tournament, this, this is no gaming event like it, period. Yeah. It is yeah, weird. Like, fighting game events in general, especially when you look at the greater esports um, scape, are very weird in that regard. And that's just kind of how because how they came up, because this is a thing that's been going on 
for 25 plus years in some instances. It's like, you know, Evo going all the way back to P3, you know, final round went 20 plus years. There are some, you know, you've got stuff like Cooperation Cup and Beat Tribe Cup that have been around for 20 plus years. Just kind of grew out of that. But it's it's definitely unique. And it is a good, I honestly think it is a good experience. At least once. <laughs> At least once. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a testament of like the open bracket system. Like, you know, like what other esports can you enter like a bracket and like play someone who's like top 100 in like their spe like, respective game? Like, I can't show up randomly to like to the international as like a spectator and randomly run into like Cloud9 or someone, right? So, yeah. Yeah, it's man. Like, if you're a certain certain egotistical nut job who thinks that people beating top players in bracket is a fluke, then maybe you wouldn't like, you know, Evo. But for the rest of us, that's just called getting smoked. So, uh, you know, if you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking it has, about. It happens. Yeah. yeah. It it happens get smoked. And it's cool too. Like when, like all of a sudden, like you know, you're just like on the side, and then over in the in the corner of your eye. You just see like some people like start walking that way, and then like more people start walking. Then a few people start running. Then people are dragging chairs, and you're like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" You know, it's like it's going down. It's like, uh, like the weird for us that I remember that mostly is because it was my local homeboy. It was like, "Yo, Chris G is losing in Marvel Three to fucking this this Jillinger taxi homie." Yeah, or yeah, to see your taxi, there's a Win Zero from NorCal, and they were like, "Oh yeah, this Jill player is smoking Chris G." Like when it's not, and he's play what, what's his team? He plays Zero, but he he doesn't he play Jill. Jill. He's not the Zero player. His Zero is like the worst character on his team. He plays <laughs> Zero, fucking Jill, and Akuma with fireball assist. <laughs> and he, everybody was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And it's just funny, like. It's, those moments just happen all over the place, uh, you know, uh, all over. Um, and even like, like you know, at, not on the tournament floor, you're just walking around, you know, you're walking back to your hotel room and then like you just hear some hype ass hotel room. Like, you know, that happens at every major, but like it's different at Evo because like, you know, people like put signs on their door, be like, come on in. Or, Bro, you some, know, they'll sometimes leave you're just walking down like your hotel, like hotel, like you know, hallway, and then you just hear buttons being pressed. It's like, I know this is happening. Yeah, you can just hear the game down the hall, and you're like, all right, where is it? Where is yeah, it? Where one is of my favorite it? ones is, yeah, I was walking to my room, and then I, you know, I heard the click, clack, clack, and I hear, oh, 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 oh. I was like, oh, I know what's going on there, so I knocked <laughs> on the door. I was like, yo, Marvel? And they were like, yeah. I was like, I just, I was kicking it with them with the Marvel 2. And this was like, you know, before it got um back with rollback and everything from 5K. And yeah, I was just playing, you know. Um, they were like, "Yo, you want some drinks?" I was like, "Yeah, I bet." Um, they were like, "Yo, do you play?" I was like, "Hell yeah, man!" It's like it's been a minute since I played like for reals, but you know, I know how to hold it down. Right? All right, you know. They're like, I was like, "But y'all got a Dreamcast pad?" Because I, 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 it's funny enough. Like I, I play Marvel Two way better on pad on the horrible ass Dreamcast pad because that's what I trained on all the time. And they're like, pad player. They're like, man, this fool ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> but nah, here I busted out my Omega Red, and they're like, oh, shit. This fool is actually legit. Like, this guy knows how to play. Like, you know, I wasn't like, like, who all was there? Damn, like, fucking, I think Ro was there? Um, Basically, like, the, the PS3 um, 360 Marvels, like, the top of that scene at that time. Oh, it was like, uh, Rob Nito and all them fools? Yeah, Rob Nito was there. Um, oh, dude, if Rob Nito's there, I, I don't guess. Remember I don't... Was Beats there? 
I don't remember. Um, Vito was not there. But yeah, he was there. He was there earlier. I can post Hagare's like Omega Red. That is the most annoying character I've like ever had. To see, I gotta see. I gotta. I gotta grab Hagare and, and watch and play Marvel because even just like even just like that one time that you and I were talking about character picks in 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 MVC two. Oh, I, le- yeah, I yeah. learned so much, just like little bits Damn and it. things. So I gotta. I gotta get that because I like Marvel too. I been on like, people people call me a VSAF player, but I'm not a VSAF player. I'm a Marvel player. Omega Red is a Marvel character. What is Q other than Magneto? Yep. All right. So yeah, man. Yeah, that was one of my favorite moments. Just that that hotel room experience, and you know, I've met some cool people randomly that I never would have before. I yeah, just want to yeah. note, it's not even related, but the best major I ever went to for that sort of thing was the old NEC venue, where it was in a hotel uh, that was a cylinder, and oh, you could yeah, actually yeah. see across the entire, time. yeah, you yeah. could see across the entire length of the hotel, so you could, depending on where you were, see almost every other hotel room from anywhere yeah, in the floor. hotel. So you'd have people just like looking around, and then they would see like, "Oh, there's Marvel in that room," or is some guy yeah, like playing oh, Melty over there, or it's like, the "Yo, side, this, yeah. <laughs> somebody running this jank, this jank like Mugen Fang game. Like, what the heck is that?" And you people would just like be just going random places. It was actually ridiculous. The only problem is that the events are too big for a venue like that now. But that was yeah, yeah. That, yeah. It, it, it can get ridiculous. Yeah, if, if we're doing you remember, like remember doing final round. Yeah, I was gonna say final round. Were you there when? Were you there? Oh no, we. Yeah. Like if we're if we're talking about just walking in a room, we were in like SK's room once, and he had. Dude, like, I think that was like the first time we I actually met all these hell, Yeah, yeah, that was the first time we like sat down and like really, really got to know each other. This we were this playing like some poverty ass game. Money matched me so in loud. a random game I've never like played. <laughs> yeah, you took my whole dollar. <laughs> because <laughs> I forgot the I forgot I needed oh, no, that, like a I'll... short to reset the infinite for space. And then you get instant. You know how we talked about earlier, people would hear hype. In the so what game was it? And they come. Uh, the fu- it was uh, the Masters Fighters. Oh no! I've never, heard of that. <laughs> I've never played it. I've never played it, but I saw some dude with a sword. I'm like, you know, this hitbox is gonna be disjointed as hell. I mean, he's so... literally just Jubei. Literally just Jubei. So yeah, right. like he that night was price. real wild. Because if you know SK, he has on him that thing, and that thing being a book of poverty. So. Throughout the night, we were just getting hella hype playing whatever the hell we were playing. And then... We got so <laughs> loud. We got hella loud. But then, before the before hotel security came to our door, for some reason, randomly, Filipino champ showed up to our door. Yeah, and be he, like, he Yo, walked in and he's like, hype. yo, are you guys playing some Marvel in here? And then he took a look at the screen, <laughs> saw like, like, hey, people three. playing uh, Blue Breaker Burst. Looked and then just slowly walked backwards out of the room without saying. Remember him? He specifically (laughs) said, "I think I'm in the wrong room." Oh yeah, no shit. (laughs) He literally did the Simpson, the Homer backslide into the bush gif. He's like, I'm out of here. He walked backwards. He didn't turn around. Like he was deeply not 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 cultured enough. I'm shaking my head. Not cultured enough. Should have should have run it. Run the set. Yeah, champ. You didn't want that smoke, home. Uh, Yeah, not 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 no good. No good. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess just to wrap it, because this is a long episode, um, please look forward to um, our first kind of uh, call for applications. Uh, we're going to keep doing the TO desk, obviously. Um, I suspect that 
a couple of these are going to be uh, very special episodes, right? Where we do our lineup reveals uh, that are, you know, uh, our tradition in, in doing this, right? We, we bring in the first wave of people, uh, you know, then people ask us, oh, why aren't you running this? And it's because you're not running it. So they're like, oh, can I run it? And then we say, yeah, come on in. And then we do our second reveal. That'll most likely happen again this year. Uh, also, um, I guess not, not to cut you off, I do want to say that we will, uh, I will do my best so that we can have an episode of the TO desk at our physical TO desk in the venue. Uh, I'd love to just hit record right there while everyone's doing their thing and, you know, talk about it, bring some people in. Uh, so we'll try to make that happen. Uh, really looking forward to see how we can have a presence there. Like, who do you think we could get on? Do you think we could get like the Hado on, like, or Mark Band or someone like that? <laughs> like, I mean, I'd love, I'd love to have, yeah, I'd love to have Rick, but uh, you know, He's I am way too busy. Yeah, that might have his hands full. No. Yeah, <laughs> that... you know what? Like, in terms of like goals, I really want to do is like, I'm pretty sure we can pull either, if not both of the Cannon brothers to sit down because they're usually not busy at Evo, wow, surprisingly. Really? Well, usually by the time Evo's around, they've already done all their work. And they've done their, yeah, they're, they're yeah, yeah, exactly. their part of the job is done. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we could, we could, yeah, I, yeah. Sit I, I would love to talk like, to, you know, to, like, uh... to like, T.O., a really early fucking tournament before Smash GG, before Internet. Oh, yeah, because they, yeah. I, it's like, who would go even back earlier than they would? Like, they are, like, some of the OG OGs. Yeah, Pretty much, like, like only Larry Shinblanka, I think, is, like, one of the only other people who's been around that long. Uh, Big E is pretty close. Yeah, Big yeah. E too. Uh, I would also say, uh, you know, Japanese players, devs, you know, would be interesting. Uh, I would, yeah, I would like to, uh, you know, at least say hi Sucker to someone, Kamo- someone it, from. Uh, get a VTuber avertab for Kimone. I was gonna say, yeah, I'd love to talk to somebody from French Bread. Can uh, we do live two D at Evo? <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny. I mean, it's probably not even no. the first time. You know, it's been a minute. Does Evo even have like their own like press booth or anything like that? I don't think not in the past. So. I don't no. think so. Because uh-uh. like I've I've worked enough like anime conventions to know that there's like press booths and stuff like that. I'm not sure if there's yeah, ever one yeah. for specifically like fighting game tournaments. I got no yeah, I idea. Well, so. All right, actually, I know. Like almost all the time, there's no press booth, but you know, there's usually a VIP lounge or some shit like that. Yeah, I know. I know. Evo does have yeah, VIP like lounge and stuff because like I've that, actually yeah. had access to that in the past. But this is big enough event for that. Okay, so so like so TLDR, I mean, we need to get uh, Kamone's VTuber on on the show somehow. Yes, oh. I mean like uh, at Evo Japan, like Sakura UK, like the uh, the VTuber like won BB tag or did really well in it. I can't remember. Got, got top eight. Exactly. Yeah, she got top got eight. eight. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised she did that if that live, happens again. <laughs> we, we could do one better, maybe, and like make it so she can actually have her avatar up. Uh, pretty sick. Would be, but um, All right. yeah. Future goals. I mean, yeah, but yeah, TLDR, like, come through, basically, come, come through, through, um, to Evo, especially if you haven't been there before. I think this is probably, I mean, you know, you know, barring the freaking pandemic, um, this will be one of the coolest Evos to go to um you know we'll we'll do our thing as we do um you know give give us a you know at least a few weeks to get our stuff situated and um yeah if squad up and yeah come through and rep your games it's always a cool thing to see the like oh shoot like i didn't even know that was a game and they're like yeah we want to run something you know that that's always fun 
Yeah, it uh, doesn't have to be a fighting game, dude. We do puzzle games all the yeah. freaking time. Like, if you want to yeah, do a man, rhythm man. game, you know, if you give us the idea how to run that logistically, sure. Oh, we're what were we that. trying to run one year? Yeah, there was some... Yeah, 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 it's like... Yeah, oh, yeah, 2020. But it, it, yeah, it got canceled. Yeah, we but we did have somebody come through to try to do a TDR tournament. Um, But yeah, I mean... You know, we, we could go off of so many stories. Like, we all have, like, a ton of stories. Um, I think we could do a the whole best podcast thing to say, series on it. <laughs> ah, you totally could. Gotta save um, some but of those I, th- I would say the best thing is come through and make some of your own stories. Yeah, um, for real. That, you know, that's what this is all about. That's yeah. what the real fun is. And, uh, yeah, look Literally forward to... Literally the friends you met along the way. Looking forward and, to talking to you. that's why people say fighting games are something so great it really you know people think it's like the fgc is a stupid term and it kind of is because it's actually a number of sub communities that are loosely affiliated but the community aspect of it is very real especially in these smaller games like you definitely get to know people you get connected you sometimes know these people far beyond you know whatever however long they end up playing these games like there's some friends that i've learned that i've been friends with for 20 plus years at this point yeah i feel like i've played everyone that i've ever met in an aquapaza bracket but if you throw me into like a guilty gear strife bracket i don't know anybody in that mofo all right so yeah if uh you're gonna bring uh, elden ring pvp to uh uh you know evo uh, let us know in advance please uh so yeah i think that's that's it for us um we will be back next episode and please look forward to more announcements in the future see you guys in las vegas that's all from us peace y'all